0: Alright, what's good, guys? It's the um, Idiots and Airsoft podcast for our first episode. Um, so, I mean, here we've got Team TDC and we've got Team Vermillion. Um, sadly, yeah. I'm the only one from Vermillion. So, anyone else want to say hi? Hi. G'day. Hey, right. yes, man. How's it going? Yeah, that did not go as expected, I'll say that the least. Um, so, I mean, from hi. here... You know, I do want to take a quick second to um, give a shout-out to some of our sponsors. Um, So, I'm going to let TDC Payton, who is the owner, I'm going to let him do that. Um, Why don't you just tell him about some of our sponsors? I appreciate it.
1: Alright, sounds good. Um, TDC, along with Vermillion, is sponsored by a couple of really great people. First off, we got L.A. Capla. They're a really good designer for... Any high capital projects you need, they make the best capital ever for a really good price. Next up, we have Speedsoft. I think we all are familiar with them. Um, really great product. Good customer service. The whole package. Next up, we have... I'm pretty sure that's it for um, Vermilion, right?
0: That would be correct.
1: Alright, we'll move on to... Uh, Couple more that we have for PBC. Yes, Next up, we have Rush One Repeat, a really great apparel, apparel however you'd like to say it. Really good, comfortable clothes. Gives you a Didn't lot of. Didn't they change their name recently? Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure they changed it to uh, Atho. Like did that. that. You're Sorry. lagging a lot, man. Mm-hmm. What that? and our last sponsor is Anbrex <laughs> Amazing jerseys We're probably gonna go with them And for all of these, use code TDC, all caps And for Vermilion, would you like to give the viewers their code?
0: Yeah, so our code for LA Kappa uh, You know, just a little sneak peek um, You know, it's, uh, it's code AFTERMATH So, uh you know, just a little smoothie. sneak peek to something maybe coming for the future. Alright.
1: Sounds great.
0: Alright, so you know, after this... Right, um, would you
1: mind telling the people what we have in store.
0: Yeah. So basically, um, today we're going to go over a few topics. We've got a few lined up, but I think our first topic of the day is going to be over the very controversial SSG-1. Does that sound good to all of you guys?
1: Um, yeah, it's pretty well known across the speak QB community, and even, uh, Milsom. It's pretty well known as the most hated gun.
0: (laughs) Yeah, very, very true there. Um, so, one crazy fact that hopefully a lot of you guys knew, um, is that the SSG-1 actually had its blade trigger. Um, it was supposed to be released with a blade trigger. Um, if you don't know what a blade trigger is, it's a trigger that is long enough where you can fit two fingers on it comfortably. Basically a paintball trigger. Um... It's able to be fired very quickly, um, and they've been banned from 78% of fields around the world. So, with this being said, um, the blade trigger was supposed to come with the gun, but they ended up removing it for the U.S. model. So, it has been banned on the U.S. model. Now, they do sell a separate trigger kit, which is a double-bladed trigger, but it's $55, and most fields won't allow it. I mean, what are your guys' opinion on the whole blade trigger you know, controversy. I think,
2: I think if you're a good player and you have like a really good, you know, trigger finger, that can be very deadly to other players. All of it really depends on the player, if you ask me. And if you're a really good player with it, then, yeah, you're gonna hurt people with it. But if you're not too good with it, eh, it won't really change your game.
0: Yeah, I agree. So, as we know, the SSG-1 um, can come in many different colors, um, which personally I think is definitely an interesting choice. Um, but I guess with the you know whole Speedsoft community, color is a big thing, trying to be all flashy, um, which I can see why that would be a wanted thing um, for the community. But is it necessary for a polymer weapon? That is used for slinging some BBs at people. I mean, do you guys agree with the color selection, or do you think that we should have just stayed with a plain black or a plain gray?
3: I like that those um, colors, because you want it to match with the rest of your outfit. And if you don't look cool, then people aren't going to remember you. You want to be able to make an image, you want people to know who you are.
2: Yeah, the people who stand out the most have their own, you know, colors, looks, you know what I mean? That all depends on you. With the different colors, you can honestly make yourself look better, as he said.
0: Yeah. So personally, I mean, my my own colors are just um. I usually just wear black and orange, or I don't wear black and orange, but I wear black, and all my weapons are orange. That's why people know me. Um. You know, and that's I do think that it does make a good. You know, it, it does help people know you and know. What you uh, what you run, who you are, exact stuff like that. But let's cut into a different topic here. That one's starting to get a little bland. So let's cut into a topic of BattleCat banning HPA and CO2. So I personally don't play a BattleCat, but I know you guys do. So why don't you guys talk about the experience for me? Um, have, oh,
1: yeah, man. You, have any of you all really been to BattleCat recently? Like oh yeah, the past month. all the time, that's where, yeah, that's where we practice, that's where we do yeah. most of our training for a big outcome Well, about a month ago,
2: or maybe two, three weeks, there was this kid that accidentally snuck in a, you know, CO2 pistol, and this guy was uh-huh. running in the middle of the Thunderdome, and the kid was right beside him, and he shot him in the face, and it went through his mask into his face, and they had, like, call.
1: I angels. was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, if you guys don't know what the shoot. Thunderdome is, if you don't know what we're talking oh. about, in the middle of our arena that we play at, there's a big old structure, two-story structure made out of wood. That's called the Thunderdome. That's how we got our name, DBC. It's uh, short for Thunderdome Champions, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. It is. It's a very, very good
2: uh, field to play at. Well, I guess you can call it a field, but it's all indoors. I like the Thunderdome. It's yeah. very
1: nice. Yeah. Sure.
0: So, So, moving into another, um, as far as my field goes, um, so another field. Personally, my two fields I would say that I mainly play at are Elite Ops, which is down in Canton, and um, SS, which is up in Beaufort. So, I personally live 15 minutes from Elite Ops, and I really like Elite Ops. The management is very nice. Um, It's definitely not your normal you know, necessarily, I would say, high-quality field. Um definitely has a different feel to it. Um, you know, they're a lot less strict on the rules. Um, more kind of let them play. But, you know, love the management, love the people, love the environment. Um, you know, I just always feel like I'm going to have a good time at EOA. When um, SS feels very professional and very well-run, um... You know, I never leave SS having a bad time. Personally, I play there once a month for the Speaky B tournaments, um, which you guys should definitely check out. We've got one coming up on the 20th of March. We also have the King of the East 1v1 event coming up on Saturday the 21st. Sunday the 21st, sorry about that. Um, so, I mean, that, that is... We've got Gunny Gunner, we've got SYG Sosa coming down. Um, so, I me, mean, quite a few big names coming down for this tournament.
2: I have a
0: question. Wait, yeah, what's up? Does uh, the field player do they
2: allow you know, the blade trigger or CO2 cartridges?
0: So, guns? they do allow CO2, but we do not allow blade triggers, which, like I said, 78% of fields in the U.S. don't, which, mm-hmm. um, you know, blame them. yeah, and neither would I. I mean, now, I will say this. We haven't really seen a blade trigger HPA setup. Because by the time most blade triggers were banned, HPA was just being introduced. So we really don't know how crazy a blade trigger could be with HPA, because it's never been attempted. I'll tell
3: you this: it'd be be disgusting. Yeah,
0: Yeah, it'd hurt.
3: uh, It'd be terrible.
0: I think we do know that this would be a very, you know, definitely Definitely not end well for most players. Um, Yeah, that thing. So. You know, and as far as that goes... per go, million. Yeah.
1: So, you play at a bunch of fields, and they all allow HPA, CO2, all of that. We play like Cat, which is not allowed. So, you probably have a lot more experience, a lot more hands-on with HPA. How big hey, a difference does that make for you in your playing okay. like
0: game style? I will say this. Compared to a place like Battle Cat, um, if you were to play EOA, you're going to go home with a damn lot of welts. I'll tell you that um when you've got people using hpa with these super tight triggers um i mean almost to it, it's a hair trigger if you know what that is um yeah. hair trigger basically means that it's so tight that it feels like a hair when you tap it. i mean you can tap it so lightly that it'll fire and it's ridiculous i mean you've got these guys who can shoot you know ridiculous speeds um i mean i'm talking 40 rps on semi automatic it's ridiculous Ooh. and it i mean it hurts you will get you know, you'll get drilled in the back. Um, now, I try to make it a little lighter. I try to do three shots maybe at most to a single person. Now, I will say this. When you get in the moment of a sweep, you know, that kind of does fade out for a bit. I think we can all agree on that.
1: Yeah. Oh okay. Yeah, I, I agree. Mean, everyone gets every excited. Once in a while, maybe like a one out of ten chance, you'll run somebody who wants to keep the playing. They don't want to go back, and they won't call their hit. So the only way, the only solid way to... Get rid of that problem is to shoot so you see And that's what I yeah, see yeah. many, like, many speed QB things too.
2: Yeah, last weekend I was, you know, at got a computer tonight as I always do. And there's this kid, he was behind a barrel in the Thunder at the very top. So, me and, me and Corbin were there and we shot him, okay? But you can see the bullet hit him because we have tracer rounds. And he just doesn't call his hits, he fires. So, he had to shoot him like eight times to get him to call his hits. And you know, right. it's you can see if you hit him because the, the tracer
0: BB it will bounce off of him. Yeah. yeah. Well back to yeah. um speaking of cheating and just a bad name on the sport, we're gonna go into another topic real quick and we're gonna talk about the fact of mag dumping and cheating and the effect it's having on the speed soft look. Um now many fields are you know it I don't wanna say that it's a necessarily a Let's say this, it's definitely, they have more of a lookout of the Speedsoft players. They are always checking the Speedsoft players because of the rep that we have gained from mag dumping channels, and, you know, and that, that is causing issues with that.
2: Yeah, YouTube videos labeled, uh annoys me, I mag-dumped him or something like that. Exactly.
0: Um, I don't know if you guys actually saw the incident at Power Ops. He
1: burned my patch.
0: Oh, no, that's not the Power Ops incident. Um, I know. Power Ops, and, but yes, he did burn my patch. And uh, the Power sure. Ops incident is possibly the worst mag-dumping situation I've seen. I will insert that clip in right here.
2: Yeah, I've, I've never seen that, that incident. I haven't heard of it
0: yet. Oh, well, um... Basically, it all starts out when we've got a, um, you know, what seems to be kids, maybe 13, 14. Um, they all have Polar Stars. Polar yeah. Stars, BQB, cap magazines, which all we all know are one of the best. Um, yeah. About 200 rounds. Yeah, they're amazing. Yeah, and they don't miss a feed, which is incredible. And so basically what's ended up happening in that whole moment was a kid got um, shot after he was dead by a shotgun. He got mad. He says, um, "You know, quote me on this." He says, "Dude, what the fuck?" And then <laughs> just starts dumping a player. I mean, just loads probably I would say probably a hundred to two hundred rounds in him, the whole mag. Yeah. It
1: was oh,
0: wow. Well, what happens and is
1: after the clip, they showed his leg covered in welts. Yes, whole leg was completely yes.
0: Covered. So this kid ends up after he mag dumps this guy. This guy runs over and tackles the kid. I mean, this is a grown man. So right. he ends up running and tackling the kid. So the kid's friends see this happen. They start running in and start dumping each other. Um, just start dumping the guy. Which then creates more fights. It's basically just the whole chain reaction of fights that starts happening. Which, as we know, can be a big issue. Um, oh, yeah. With that, I mean... it's just First off, it's just dangerous for the sport. Um, yeah. So...
1: Yeah, yeah, it, it even builds yeah. up to the point, oh, yeah, right at the, the end of the clip, you can see one of the refs trying to stop him, saying, give me your gun, you're done, and the kid tries to shoot the ref.
0: He does actually end up shooting the... the ref, which is the crazy part.
1: Oh, that's the choice, I, I've yeah. seen this. Yeah, and well, yeah he yeah, ends, it ends up
0: the, shooting the kid, the, shooting rammed the ref, anymore.
3: Wasn't the ref wearing a what, red mask? Yes. Right, yeah. That. yeah. See,
2: I, I love playing this sport, because it's a great sport. It's very good workout, it's fun. It's blast. But yeah, the thing is, the BBs when you get shot by them, they're gonna hurt, definitely. Not always. But it's not. Yeah, not always. Of course, when you get shot in the vest or the helmet, but it's not something to get mad over. That just makes everyone's their day ruined if you get mad over something so small like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm, you could have just said, "Hey, I'm sorry, man. Didn't mean to shoot you. My bad. I'll get respawn or something like that." You didn't sure. have to mad him. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, and that is yeah. where the issue starts to come in. You know, you've got these people. Tempers get so high, and with the, you know, I'm going to take a step into reality here, more of a, you know, look on it from, you know, what I like to call the real world. Just, um, and you know, you have to look at it from the fact that most, a lot of people when they play airsoft are high or under the influence of something. And that will create more issues as they aren't in their right state of mind while their adrenaline is pumping, just all of this stuff is happening. It's just not the right mindset to be playing airsoft or be in a major argument, which, as we know, can happen with the sport. With cheating commonly happening, um, oh, yeah.
1: so. And um, that's another topic we need to get up to a little side topic. In Europe, they actually make the legal age 18. For anybody to be playing at airsoft fields, what do you think of that rule? Do you think that, that solves a lot of the issues, or what do you
0: think of it? Personally, I don't like the idea. Yeah, I think that it's um it's disappointing to see that you know such a young generation isn't going to be able to grow up with airsoft. Um, you know, I can see where they're coming from, but it's it's just not very. Isn't the most effective. They want a bunch of
3: teenagers irresponsibly running around with firearms. Is assuming what their mindset. Yes, is.
0: in the UK and Europe in general are very strict on their gun rules. And you know, speaking of gun rules, um, I forgot what the law name was, but Canada has been trying to pass a law that has basically said anything that fires a projectile should be banned. So, take a second and realize this would be nerf. This would be, yeah. Nerf guns, yeah. airsoft, paintball, anything Even that's a up abandoned
3: in a pencil.
0: Exactly, that's yeah. considered illegal. So you're you have to think about it at this point, as you know. What we have said is that um you know Joe Biden personally has um said for many times that he admires um Canada and wants to follow what they're gonna do. So you kind of worry if Canada does end up banning this, if this is gonna cause the U.S to maybe change their laws on airsoft, which would be truly disappointing.
2: Yeah, because someone, you know, my age, I got into airsoft about two years ago. That would be very disappointing that players are already, you know, addicted to it, not, like me. That would be very sad if they cut me off right now. I mean, I love playing the sport.
3: If, if Joe Biden came up with a, had an idea that that law could be put into place, I don't think that would go well through the judicial branch. Because that is not sound very constitutional, especially with the uh, Second
0: Amendment. Well, yeah, that's, like, and that's yeah. the thing. You know, the whole Second Amendment. Uh, Second Amendment. Um, you know, we we do have the right to hold a firearm, and that is, you know, let's let's get off the topic of politics here. You know, I don't think that that is the best idea. But you know, just a, just You're a right. quick side topic. But um, basically, um, let's let's sidetrack back into uh, what what is another topic that we talked about. Do you guys have any topics you want to talk about?
3: What's your favorite Chip?
0: Oh, (laughs) I... Yeah. So are we talking... You know what? This is a good one. Alright, this is a good question. So are we talking...
2: personally. My personal favorite chip... Hear me out. I don't don't want to hear anything. It's either
1: talkies or Kettle Chips. Alright, alright. That was... That's
0: enough. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. on, on. What type of Kettle Chips?
2: Mm, If I had to choose a favorite Kettle Chip, it'd either be Original or...
0: Jalapeno. Oh, Alright, you know what? Since you said jalapeno, you can leave this call whenever you please. Alright. All right. Um <laughs> now now let me uh, no hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me explain my favorite potato chip and then we will continue our topic. We need to we need to see, my favorite potato chip is probably it's probably a ranch Pringle or a ranch Dorito. I mean, those things are fire. Alright, now let's get Do you back pick into the test.
3: Oh I love you. Come on. They're
2: so good.
0: Okay, man. I've actually never had them. So we're gonna we're gonna pop back into a normal personally. conversation here. Um so we're gonna hey, pop- personally I
2: hate pickles, but I love the deal pickle
0: chips. Alright, we're gonna pop back into a normal conversation now about airsoft. Um so let's get back to talking about um so I know you guys have been looking at getting uniforms for your team. So generally uh, yeah. going through the process, you know, what do you guys think about the whole process of making the uniforms having to edit all of that like kind of come up with a design that you know is going to be your trademark what do you think about that?
1: um... yeah man, making the jerseys themselves isn't the difficult part it's finding out what every team member likes and mining it into one because maybe one design I like it but let's say Corpse doesn't if he doesn't like it then we can't roll with that idea because if one person doesn't like it on the team they're not going to want it, it messes up the whole like flow thing. So, so, we gotta find out what everybody's what kind of color, what font, everything. It's just about what the whole team wants as one, and that's the hardest part about it.
0: Yeah, and I personally have gone through that jersey designing experience when I was back looking at more jerseys. Um, you know, now I think we've slowed down on that idea. Now, if we do continue to pick up the BQB, we will definitely look at jerseys, but for now. That is definitely a slowed-down topic for us. But I do see where you're coming from. You know, you kind of have to pleasure everyone with your decisions. And that's that's what's going to keep everyone, you know, the most difficult and the most content. Yeah. So, I mean, another, another topic we could go into. Um, you know, I do want to talk about the fact of, you know, the Speak UB events happening, you know, we did talk about these, we did touch up on these topics just a little earlier. But I do want to talk about SS Airsoft and just in general, SS Airsoft. Um, I just want to know if you guys have personally, what your guys' opinion is on SS Airsoft.
1: Sounds fun. All right. um, yeah, it's a great field. It's the great standard CQB design, speed QB, whatever you'd like to call it. It's really just a great way for every team to come together and think of a plan, because it's like other VQB and Ring, same layout, it might be different like the, maybe the walls or how they're laid out, but the basics of it's going to be the same.
0: Yeah, so, so let, let me let's talk, so us say, so yeah. sorry for interrupting you, but I just do want to talk about a controversial subject from SS, so as we, as some of you know, if you've ever played at SS, SS actually does have a minimum engagement distance. So, if you don't know what a minimum engagement distance is, it's where you cannot shoot someone from a minimum distance. Um, that would require a surrender to do that. Which, you know, or a melee. A melee or a surrender. So, um, so you know, understanding that, you know, it, seeing many clips from SS are either long-range kills... Or people running through a group of people screaming surrender or bang bang, which
2: yeah can yeah, create
0: a lot of issues. And that's, personally, I'm not a fan of that, but I can understand where they are trying to keep the community light. You know, they want to keep, they want to get little kids, younger people into the airsoft community, if you know what I mean.
1: Yeah, but going into that, you know before you start playing, you have to sign a waiver, right? Yes. Either you or oh. your adult guardian and it says you're playing airsoft, you're gonna get shot. I think that they need to they need to teach them, they need to show them that you're it's gonna hurt for the first part, but after it you'll get used to it, you'll adapt to it just like anything else. So I feel like there shouldn't be at all a minimum engagement because that kind of ruins the game whole. That also creates a whole different group of cheaters. If they don't want to get out simply by getting surrendered, they can say, "Oh, you weren't close enough," or it just makes a whole new controversial topic. Yeah. And Yeah. I'm not for it. The, the thing is, no matter how, no
3: matter how used to uh, the pain of BBs you get, let's say you're shot from a foot away by it's gonna pretty hurt. much any gun, it's gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt real bad. Yeah. You might even start bleeding most of the time.
0: You know, I, I do want to bring up that topic of shooting yourself or being shot close. Um, You know, just funny story on the side here. You know, it was my first time I was looking at buying HPA, and I was using my buddy's Wolverine. So we had a Wolverine Inferno Gen 2 um, with an improved top-up in it. Well, let's just say that his gun was a little different than mine. It was a shorter barrel. I thought he would maybe have a suppressor on it. It sure felt like he did. Well, turns out when I thought I had my hand on the suppressor, I actually had had my hand over the barrel. Mm. Let's just say that did not end well when I try shooting three shots at someone, and they all go directly uh, into your palm. Let's just say that no, is. I'm sorry. Oh, that is not an experience you want. <laughs> so. other
2: thing. Um, oh, go ahead, man. I'm sorry.
0: No, you're good. You go.
2: One thing I want to say is, um, you know. It's always great to see new people come into this place and think, you know you're going to get hurt. It's going to hurt. But one thing I've been seeing is, like, last week I went and I played, and I saw these little kids. They're maybe eight years old. Three of them super, super short. And I saw, I saw one player, that I really committed him for this. I don't know who it was. He ran some orange shirt. Instead of rushing, he saw them, like, from far away. Instead of he was a speech, he b player. Instead of rushing and pumping them full of bullets, you know, he, he, just, he just came by them and barely tapped them and told him, you know, go ahead and go. And I think instead of, there should be a minimum engagement distance, of course, but that would keep everyone, you know, safer and happier about it. And it really just depends on, you know, how your play style is. You know, a speed QB isn't going to really, you know, follow the minimum distance thing. They're trying to go as fast as they can and get as many kills as they can. Maybe someone who likes a, you know, less aggressive play style is going to take a little slow, you know, tactical type
3: movements. I think minimal engagement-wise, minimal engagement distance-wise, I think that there should be a, a distance that people should try to stay away from people. But no matter what distance you are away from somebody, if you get shot or shoot somebody, you, you should still be out. Well, yeah, or, I, well whoever gets shot it should still be out.
0: And, you know, I think the, the like, issue... Like,
3: apologize th- to be too close, but...
0: I think the issue that's coming with the minimum engagement distance is just the fact that it's so, you know, if you're within that minimum engagement distance and you, it's kind of, you're left kind of in a gray spot if you're within it. You're either surrendering, you're either giving a surrender, you're yelling surrender, or bang bang, which has proved not to work um, most of the time. Most people don't understand, if they're especially new. Now, on top of that, you know, if you were to shoot them within that minimum engagement distance, most likely they're going to be very angry at you. So you're kind of left in that gray area where you're either going to give yourself up by getting shot by them by yelling surrender, or you're going to shoot them and it's going to start an argument. You know, you're kind of left in that gray area. And there's not much you can do about it from there. And, guys, I do just I want to, want to give you a warning. We're down to, we're going to do five more minutes of this, um, but make sure to tune into the next episode
1: sounds good um before we move on to the final top i'm gonna add one thing to that okay all right so i don't i for battle cat i know i don't know how it is up in where you are but beforehand you gotta sign the waiver before you go in you have to watch around a 10 minute video describing airsoft what it is how to play is that a thing common with you guys up there you know
0: Yeah, so actually, um, at Elite Ops and SS, so if you've never played before, they they give a full safety briefing, especially Elite Ops. Elite Ops does a great job with this. I know SS would in open play, but I've never played SS open play. I only play um, SS tournaments, so Elite Ops open play does a great job of explaining everything. Um, They'll basically ask if you have ever played Airsoft before, etc. If you were to answer, you know, no, I have not. Um, they'll send out the people who have played and the people who have not will wait. They'll do about a 5-10 to 10 minute briefing um, just explaining everything. Explaining all the rules. Yeah, that, yeah. So That's where
1: they need to shine. That one area right there. Because let's say they listen a little bit, but you know how people are. They're not going to want to listen. They just want to go straight out and play. If you actually take the time to inform them, you tell them what to do, what not to do. Let's say you're in that gray area where you're Three feet away from somebody, and you yell out "bang bang." Instead of turning around and shooting you because you don't know what that means, they'll be like, oh, "Okay, shot or good call." They go back. So as long as they're informed, I think that it would be all right to get rid of the whole minimum engagement. But you have to be sure. That's the field's responsibility. Yeah, I they
0: do feel that sure everyone that has to be informed by it. I do agree with that.
1: Yeah. So well, yeah, that yeah. was it for the last one. You want to head over to the last topic?
0: Yeah, I mean. I think the last topic of the night uh, should be just... Dis- I mean... What do you guys want for a last topic? I mean, there is... You know.
2: I would like to talk about something.
0: Alright.
2: What's What's do any of you go... Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead.
0: No, you're good, man. You you keep talking. I'm
2: Shoot. Gonna, I'm gonna talk about... Um, do any of you use a grenade whenever you play one? There's Refill oh. or Storm 360
0: grenades. Good question. So, personally... I'm not going to lie to you. I'm a huge hater of the grenades and the whole grenade mm. meta. Um, I think that it's just not a good algorithm. It's not a good system. You know, I, I really think it's just... It's a
1: more complex bang-bang
0: Exactly. So, I mean, in, in kind of the issue with it sometimes is you're going to get... If a grenade lands next to you, most of the grenades are called Thunderbeasts. Um, they're super right. loud. And Uh-huh. They don't spray BBs or anything, they're just very loud. So if it lands next to you, Uh you're kind of left in that gray area if, am I dead, because I didn't feel a BB, if you don't know, you know, you don't know if there's, if it's your first time playing, you're not going to know if there's BBs coming out of it. So you know, your general thing is going to be, oh, am I hit, or am I not, which can cause issues. And that's just kind of where, you know, you're left in a gray area.
2: I am actually holding the grenade right now, thinking about it. You know, the thing about the grenades, they're not activated till they actually hit the ground. Like, there's um, the van in Battlecats and I was trying to get someone that was over there, because we were playing flag flip. So one of my teammates goes, throw your grenade behind the van. So I throw it, and the person told me, the dude who told me to throw it, told me there was another player back there, but it turns out it was the wreck. I think his name's Kyle. Um, so I throw it, and Kyle catches it, but it doesn't go off. And that could be a very big problem with grenades. Because if it hits you, then hits the ground, it won't go off, like, at all. But if you, like, try to grab it and put pressure on it, it's gonna explode. These grenades are not very safe. So, like, let's say a new player, a rental, that's never seen a grenade or anything For oh no, it hits them, touches the ground, they gotta pick it up, it's gonna explode in their hand.
0: So, I, d- I will say this, those grenades do have, I mean, that is... That is a general worry, but I will say this: I don't know if those grenades have the true firepower to, you know, they can break skin for sure.
1: They're not gonna kill you.
0: It's not that it's gonna kill you. It it could cause hand damage though, and that's where. But you do sign a waiver for yourself. So you you know there is a full-on instruction manual when you buy a grenade. Um, yeah,
3: but yeah. I don't know if you guys are implying that they should be banned or or something like that. Oh. But I don't think they should in any way shape or form be banned. I am Or anything like that. that. Because um they are a part of real combat, and aerosol is supposed to be a fun version of
2: real combat. What I do
0: think should be banned that combat at all indoor fields is smoke grenades.
3: I've never seen one before. Oh, yeah, I don't think smoke grenades should be allowed indoors, but outdoors, it should be completely fine.
0: Oh yeah, outdoors oh, is yeah. fine, but indoors, indoors um, nah. Yeah, so what about
1: flash? Flash grenades.
0: No. No flashlights. Yeah, that, actually,
1: that
3: could actually I've never seen one. damage people's senses.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like some of the flashlights that you'll see. Um, in my I opinion, know, like flashlights bra, over 2,000 lumens should be banned. That's my personal opinion.
1: Well, we're not
0: allowed yeah. over 1,000,
1: man. Battle Cats know. is so strict.
0: Yeah. It's not surprising, dude. A lot of places are that strict. My personal flashlight is like 1,100. Right. So... You know, I mean, that's, yeah, it's pretty crazy. I don't
3: think they'll catch you.
0: Alright, well, guys, look, this is gonna be the end of this first episode. Um, I want to say thank you to TDC. Um, Yeah, man,
1: thanks for having us. Thank you.
0: Everyone for showing up.
1: Yes, sir, thank you.
0: So this will definitely end up being a series now. Um, You know, but I think, guys, it's only right if I ask you guys, what's a name for this episode?
2: Uh, Talk about things that are banned. The, the, the pilot. The yeah, pilot probably the better one. The pilot.
0: Yes. Yeah, it's the first one. Oh, so. this, is this gonna
2: oh. be like a
1: YouTube series or something?
0: I mean. No, Spotify. I mean, yeah, well, it could right, be a like YouTube it. series. YouTube at some point. Yeah. But okay. yeah, like, YouTube, hey, I have a
1: name. Uh, I yeah, think I have up. a name.
3: Meeting the idiot. Oh, that—that's a good name, actually.
0: Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think that's gonna. So be. Are
3: we gonna switch out?
0: All right, people. Yeah, we might sometimes, but um I think you yeah. know you know what I wanna do? I want to um have everyone you know, just let's all have an outro since we are idiots and, and uh we like here, so let's have everyone wait, have wait, an
2: wait, outro. Wait. Before we end this, I have a question for everyone that's in the podcast. I don't know if any of you have watched this show, it's Naruto, of course, because I heard. Yes. Do you think it's a viable option? So when you throw a grenade, you can yell, We're Am
1: I a nerd if I do
0: that? I'm going to pass on that question. Yeah.
1: I don't know what that means. So I'm, I'm not a fan of you, do you doing that.
0: that. Yeah, I'm going to pass on okay. that question. All right, guys. All right, we'll, before we
1: go, would you like to say when we meet up and do this podcast? When do we meet up for a million?
0: You know, it's usually going to be on the Saturday nights from um, Saturday, 9 30, yep. to 10.30. Um, tonight was a shortened podcast, because it's our first one. I don't want to get used to the waters. I will say, um, I do want to inform you guys that, um, (laughs) I'm just gonna say I dislike Instagram right now. I actually got banned from Instagram on my team account for, for like a day or two because of the stream. I don't know how, but I got banned for violent behavior.
1: Huh? Can't yeah, be violent, man. And there's
0: say, it anything. said there was a there was no there's no appeal. Really? Yeah. So I'm mad. I I can't. So, um, yeah. Can't
3: do anything about it.
0: No.
2: One thing. Um. Who else here? Do I'm assuming a lot of the airsoft players have an ARP nine because I know I do.
0: I personally a- don't 9. like the ARP nines actually, just because of the mag design. But our, yeah, I'm sorry to cut you TV off TV. here but we are running tight on time so we do need to go yeah, ahead and end this episode. Yeah, yeah man. Let's
1: head out for tonight. Right. right. Yeah.
0: yeah. So all right, well, well, I'm fun. Yeah, it was a pleasure having Thanks. you guys. Can't wait to see Sorry, you guys yeah. on the next one. Talk soon. All right, see y'all. Yes, sir. Have a good one boys. It,
1: all boys. right.
0: See ya.